Oh, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Americans Abroad podcast. I'm your host, Johnny Morton, joined as usual by Cole Morton, my son. What's up, Cole? Nothing much. Doing well. How are you? Uh, I'm doing great. Um, I know we talked about, had a big game last weekend, Georgia beat Missouri. That was that was big. We That's are right. Georgia fans, so we'll be for that. Got another right. big game this weekend. Uh, good soccer weekend for Americans, which we'll get to in a minute. Uh, but first, we are in the midst of the MLS playoffs, and right. we live in Georgia, and so we support Atlanta United right now. We're season ticket holders, and we got a playoff game tomorrow night, Tuesday night, and so we're recording this on Monday night instead, and we'll be dropping it tomorrow. So it'll be a day early. Uh, but what are you thinking we're going to see? We're already down down a game. I, I like the way that they don't do cumulative goals or anything. So doesn't matter what you did. This is a fresh start. Yeah, I mean, I kind of hate the new playoff format, but it is what it is. Well, which so, part do you hate? Um, All of it. I hate all <laughs> of it. Uh, well, why? Well, just give us a reason. I don't. Too many teams make the playoffs. It's very ridiculous. I agree with that. But that's an Apple thing because they want more games. Yeah. No, I know. I mean, it's all about – it's everything's about money. Yeah. Um, Well, without money, you wouldn't have it. But I don't like how many teams make the playoffs. I don't really – it's like the series thing is just like so Americanized that it's it's a little bit – It's like almost. Yeah. It's just kind of annoying. Like to make it a series and not like doing a home and away aggregate. Like if you want to get more games, but then also I don't really understand why this round is the best of three, but then the next rounds aren't. I think I don't, I don't really know. I'm thinking that their thinking was that it's more likely that the better teams go through where you don't get those first yeah, round no, upsets. I agree. So maybe that, you know, hey, the better team over a course of three games, the best team's going to move on, and that gives you better well, competition as a head. Well, let's let's all laugh at the league since Sporting Kansas City already beat the number one team in the West. Yeah, it was, but if you look at it, uh, if you take away that nah, horrendous nah, nah, nah. start that Sporting KC had, from that point Doesn't on, matter. after the first ten games, they had a better record than St. Louis. So they were playing yeah, better matter. the last half of the season than St. Louis. Let's was. all let's all laugh at the league. Yeah, I know. Uh but no one expected I'm just kidding. you know, St. Louis to be there anyway. So no, it's I'm about what they expected at the beginning of the year. It's not that big of a deal. I still like it's still entertaining, but it I well, think we'll, it's harder to like I think it's harder just to like jump into watching a game on television this first round when you're like, I don't really know what the series is at. I don't know if this game really matters. Like, yeah, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, so I think that's a little confusing. Yeah, I still enjoy fan, it. I can understand that. But for your like casual with, fan. But like with anyone else, I mean, if you want to find out, you can look and see what happened in the game before if there wasn't. My big complaint it's is also, they're, they're spread so far out. That's crazy. Yeah, they're really spread out. Some it's long been a playoffs since Atlanta played. It also, I think, the thing that's weird is that um, oh, I lost my thought. I had it. It was brilliant. I'm sure. It was. Um, well, forget that thought. Let's talk about what do you think about the game? Does Atlanta stand a chance? They did not have 
obviously their best player the first time they played Columbus. Would it have made a difference, you think? Probably not. I mean, it's hard to say because I like. just looked better than we did. Columbus is, they're good. Columbus on their day is really good. Like They could win the whole thing on their day. But I do think we've got a good shot of winning the second game at home. It'll be really good crowds. It's two I think real similar a lot of, teams playing, which is interesting. Yeah, we we both like want the ball. We we want to basically pull the other team apart with the possession. We're not teams that are necessarily playing it over the top or playing long balls. Like we're going to possess it, and I think it'll be interesting to see at full strength us at home. I think we'll do a better job probably of controlling the tempo in that game. And so I, I would not be surprised if we won. I think there's a good chance. I'm not real optimistic about winning a third game in Columbus. Yeah, I'm not either. To be honest. But I, I mean, it like could happen. Win. Since we're going to be there, I'd really like them to win tomorrow night at least. Well, that would be disappointing, yeah, since we're going. But I'm, I I don't know. It'll be it'll be interesting to see. I'm also curious how how exactly we line up. I'm not I – like, I would still say we're a little bit figuring out what our best – starting 11 is at least on the front half of the pitch um i agree and so it'll be interesting to see but i don't know i i think we'll i I do think we'll win that second leg but i I still am not confident we'll we'll win the series right now before we get to uh americans abroad um who would you pick at this point? Who do you think is going to win MLS Cup? Um, it's a great question. Cincy, I mean, they look really good. It's like teams like that always lose, though. They like never end they up winning MLS shield. Cup. Teams yeah. that dominate, teams that went dominate sports shield almost never win. So I'm, I would actually go more of like a LA or Seattle. Yeah, I, I think I, I would say one of them too. I'm put in Seattle, somebody who crazily always you know finish second but they know how to win in the playoffs and they've been there time and time again so so i i mean i I like it's weird to say that i think columbus will give cincinnati a good series if they beat us um i also i like am kind of bullish on houston i think houston's like low-key pretty good and like tough to beat so it'll be interesting i mean they're actually playing right now. I'm not sure if they're winning or not. Um, but they were up 1-0 in their series over uh, Real Salt Lake. But I, I do think a couple of those teams in the West feel like the Seattle, the LA, the Houston, just feel like they know how to get it done in like a clutch time playoff game, get down to the nitty gritty. Like Seattle just kind of knows how to win games like that. Yeah, and but so it season, wouldn't surprise me if they won. there is being – for most of the season, I think most people thought the East was better than the West. Oh, it's definitely better. The East is definitely better. I just like Seattle is just one of those teams that when it comes to playoff time, they know how to win. And LA's always had the talent. They just had some rocky parts of the season. So, but I mean, it would also like since he's good, Columbus is good. Um, or like, I, so Orlando's good. So I like I don't I don't know. There's like plenty of teams in the East that Okay. Last question on this since you were talking about the the playoffs are very Americanized. 
in any other league in the world, pretty much it would already all be over. Cincy would have won it. They won the Supporters' Shield. They were the best team for the whole season. And yet in the U.S., nobody probably really cares about that except Cincy, and it's all about the MLS Cup in the tournament. So which do you think is better, to have a tournament or to go like in other countries and other leagues hey the season winner whoever wins the most games and most points in the season they're the winner i mean i like i don't mind that mls has playoffs like it's okay to put your own spin on your league and like there's plenty of other countries that do have uh like playoffs for their league it's europe yeah. doesn't really europe but, belgium has a like, weird thing yeah, and then I'm pretty like getting some of the South American leagues, like uh, Liga Mekis. So, like, there's other yeah, leagues do. that do it. I think it's just the like, oh, now we're going to have a series of games, and now there's 50 teams that make the playoffs. Like, that's the part that feels Americanized to me. Like, it's fine. Like, I'm like, put an American spin on it and have well, playoffs. That's great. But I don't like the like, let's keep adding teams and making it more ridiculous. The series in the playoffs. Yeah. Percentage wise MLS does more teams make the playoffs than in any other league. It's it's like 63% or something ridiculous, which totally, like, it just totally devalues the regular season. And I'm like, so like we love MLS. Like we go to a lot of games, but like, I just think there's like, it, it feels like it's a little bit much that amount of teams in the playoffs when yeah. I'm like, there's no hope. There was no hope for the ninth seed in the playoffs in either conference getting like going anywhere in the playoffs. You what know was, what I mean? Like what was KC? I think they were the eight. Um, and so, and they, yeah, they're like, which is like, so there's something to that, that like, but I don't know. It just feels like, if you had that bad of a regular season, the West yeah. wasn't even good. So yeah, it was I like, I know, I know. All right, let's get on. Let's go back. Let's go to what we're supposed to be talking about. And that is America's broad. And it was a really good weekend for a lot of Americans. Um, yeah, it was had a lot of scoring, uh, you know, probably the one thing, Pulisic, who is, you know, number one, I think most people think of when they think Americans abroad, he didn't play. They held him out. But uh, yeah. other than him, it's a really strong weekend for Americans in the multiple leagues across Europe. Uh, let's start with our good, like... bad, and ugly. Yeah, okay, I was about to say, you go first. Me go first. I would say, and it's a collective good, and that's just, and we'll talk about the individual players. But just the fact that, man, how many guys scored? Haji Wright. A lot of goal uh, scores, Jordan yeah. Jordan Zidejas. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Paredes. Um, you know, yeah, Pepe awesome. and Tillman both scored. Uh, yeah. It was just strong and just across. And that's been to have so many players do well, and especially those that are in goal-scoring positions to do that, that was a really, really good thing, I think. It was a great weekend, goal-wise. Um, bad, I would say, uh, just sort of what we thought might happen. We talked about last week, and that's Matt Turner got benched. And yeah. 
Nottingham Forest ended up winning 2-0, and my guess is unless that other keeper gets hurt, he ain't going to be back in there for Premier League games for a while. I mean, it, obviously they're quick to uh, pull their goalie uh, for a bad mistake. So well, but he we're had, one mistake he had away. Had some questionable things yeah. over the past several weeks. He'd been so like, just one but game. he'd been okay. He'd been okay though. He had but been, but it was, his, you it was at, the big mistake that over the past several games. He, in fact, for the season, he allowed more goals than he should have. That's you don't want to yeah, keep no, I mean, costing you goals. So we got to start cheering for us some Vlachodimos howlers. Yeah. And the crazy thing, though, is you think about it, the other guys that you normally think of in the goalkeeper pool, Zach Steffen didn't even dress out. Ethan Horvath. He's still hurt. Basically doesn't have a Zach team. still. Yeah, he's still hurt. Yeah, Zach's so still out We don't have December. anybody that's starting. I mean, Gaga. Yeah, but you know he's not going to be the. Yeah. So uh, I mean, he should be on the roster. He should definitely be on the roster. Who else, like, who's better? Yeah, I agree. That's and playing regularly right now. Just but hey, if you're going to be a starting keeper, play better. Yeah. No, Turner. I mean, Turner's still the clear number one, and I don't think there's even really a debate with that. No, well, but, I think he um, showed that he can still play well for country, even like when he was with Arsenal, didn't even play at all. Yeah, I mean, I think. It'll be interesting to see what will happen. I think Turner will be the starter. I mean, I think you should bring Gaga. He's played well, and he's playing first team, even if it's in Belgium. But like, he's playing first team action in Europe, and he's definitely one for the future. And then, I mean, I guess I'd bring an MLS keeper, someone. I don't even know. I don't even know who, who would be my third choice goalie right now. And for my ugly, I don't even have a soccer ugly, so I'm going to jump to college football, and I'm going to say the – Southern Cal defense, it's it's ugly. It doesn't even yeah, exist. It's not good. So that's it. it. I really didn't pretty bad. Not, I didn't have any ugly for the for our players over there in, in Europe this week. So that's a good thing. That's in fair. It, All right, what do you yeah, got? Uh yeah, that was my um let me just get the little round up. My I'm just laughing at that. You, I mean, that USC Washington game, the defense was, yeah. it was almost funny. Like they, they did fire their D coordinator finally. So, I mean, you have to, after that, right? Yeah. Anyway, um, my, um, my good is, uh, I'm going to go with Kevin Paredes. He's been starting regularly. For uh, Wolfsburg, at least he's gotten the last two games. And, like, he'd only been getting a couple minutes off the bench at the beginning of the season. And now kind of slowly he's gotten more time to now where he started the last two games, gets a goal. And he's someone who had been in the fold the last camp. I think he'll definitely be back. I think that he might even have a chance for some, like, solid playing time with the way injury. And especially with Brendan being pretty disappointing so far this year. Yeah, And so I think it's... I think it's a real, I think it's a real possibility he he gets a game, um, maybe not, but like I think he's definitely got a chance, and so he might. I think there's a chance Berhalter goes with experience over him. I think even there's I uh, like some people I saw were like play Dest at right winger and then play um, Scally at right back, which is not the worst idea. I wouldn't say. Um, yeah, but you may get. I, we're sort of jumping away from the where we were, but you may even get 
you know, Zendejas, who hasn't done great. He's been hot yeah. in Liga yeah, MX. Yeah, that's true. He's scored yeah, he five been, he's in the been last good in six Liga games. MX. So, yeah, yeah he's I agree natural, with that. He's a natural winger, so. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Um, so, that one, um, yeah, that one's uh, a kind good. of a question mark, I think, for the I think for the break. My my bad was going to be Turner. Um, it, can, it can still just be because, Turner. Well, it's just, that's sad. I mean, sad, it, uh, it was already, Hor- well, I mean, him getting benched after Horvath was not even in the Premier League roster for, uh, yeah. you know, this this Premier League season is like, oh man, that's a bummer. Um, so that's definitely a little bit of a disappointment. Nothing, nothing probably that big of a dramatic thing for the national team. Like Turner's still going to be the guy, but it definitely is a disappointment for yeah. for us. Um, my um, yeah, my good. ugly, yeah. Um, and this isn't even really an ugly but um just a a a bummer for him jordan peafock had an awesome day two goals in the first half and then then goes off towards the end of the half with an injury and now it's going to be out for a few weeks just when you're picking up steam i always hate that for someone who's finding like josh Sargent at the beginning of the year finding great form goes out for half the season with an injury and now to see and they haven't i think it's not going to be like months, but I think it is going to be like a, a little bit out for a while. So that's a huge bummer just for a guy who was maybe going to push his way back into the uh, the national team fold with some of his performances lately. And so you hate that for him. So that was that was my ugly. The injury bug striking again. Yeah, that does seem to happen. And you, and you do hate it for him. He had gone. You know, you go back to last year, he started out really strong beginning of the year with Union Berlin, and mm-hmm. then he just tailed off. And then I think he'd only scored one goal until last week when he scored two last week, and then he had to get two in the weekend. Then he got hurt, like you said. That Set. is bad news for him. Yeah. So that's a bit of a bummer. I, I hate it for him. And we wish him a speedy recovery, hopefully. He's got the Weston McKinney School of uh, Injury Recovery. Be back in like a week. Yeah, let's hope. <laughs> All right, so that's our good, bad, and ugly. All right, let's uh let's just go through. Was it? I think the easy way we sort of go through by league by league, country by country. Yeah. Um. Uh, let's go. Let's start with England. At least, and you got both the Premier League, and then you've got Championship that we've got guys playing. Uh, Premier League, we already talked about one of the bad things. That's Turner got benched. Um, we did have that. Uh, we had Robinson, and um, my mind just went blank. Reem. Tim Ream, thank Reem. you. Full and played, lost one nothing, and it was really a pretty ugly game. Uh, that Robinson had, was great. Yeah, Robinson played great. Uh, some might put Tim Ream. He may have been. Maybe not quite quick fault. enough. Uh, it fault. That's the goal, that's but. the one thing. He's just not. He's just not got the step. He's just not got the quick step. That if you're expecting him to have to step out quickly to a guy like Bruno Fernandez, he's um, probably not the center back for that. No, he's not. And that's where you know. And you got to know that if you're on the team, and he's got to have some little help. Yeah. For that. 
So yeah, I mean, not you really can't. Good. They're, to, you know, they're to both going to play every. They're going to both play every game there, and so they're solid. And I'm not yeah. really. They're 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 good. To be thing. fair to Tim Ream, to be fair to Tim Ream, the the midfielder in front of him got absolutely just he did juked out of his shoes, and so I mean, didn't get much help for staying in front of Bruno and giving him a window to to rip it, but you know. It happens. Bruno Fernandez is a really good player. So. Yes, he is. Even though, man, you pretty much suck right now. Um, yeah, he's like the one superstar holding them together. Like, that's – they. I don't know where they'd be without him this year. <laughs> <clears throat> um, who else we get? Austin Trusty played the whole yeah, game. Yeah, he was Sheffield almost my good. Won. Oh, that was a huge win for them. They needed that so bad. They're so that was that's the first win. Yeah, they're still first in, win of the year. They're still in dead last. I think they have four points. But, but you know, you're giving yourself a fighting chance. You're right. Maybe they're starting a streak. So I'm sure they so, and he's sad about the break coming up after this weekend. They can't continue it. He's becoming a regular game in game out starter for them so that's awesome for him he is and, and that's one of kind the of solidified himself yeah we need competition on the national team at center back nobody would like to see him called up nobody's really you know reem has but again we know long term we can't see him in 2026 and you know richardson just doesn't play hardly at all he's just not playing for i would palace i would personally like to see trustee called up i think well, it's a deserved call He's starting for a Premier League team, no matter how bad they are. And something that, you know, not a lot of our guys can say. Well, so, I'm sure we'll be talking about that next week, and we'll find out who's been called up for the for the break. I think, so. I think the roster comes out Thursday, yeah, I saw someone this say. Week, so, but it'll come out before we record again, and we'll be talking about the international break next yeah. week. Um, Anybody else? I'm trying to think of anybody else. I don't see anybody else in the Premier League. And so we dropped down to championship, though. Haji. Haji right yeah, two Haji goals. with a great week. Yeah, had a really, yeah. really strong week. So that was good to see that. Um, Also had someone we don't and really they, talk about a whole lot. What were you going to say? And they need it because – Coventry struggled to score and they spent a lot of money in the offseason and he was one of those guys they spent a good bit on. Yeah, so I think highest. he needed it too. He was the guy that he spent needed the most it for score. the for the fans kind of to get behind him. And I think they did actually still lose the game three two. Yeah, they but did. um but they needed they need a striker to start getting some goals for him. So well hopefully that'll put him in, you know, with a striker, so much is in confidence in what they feel like, and hopefully that'll keep him striking forward. Uh, Dwayne Holmes keeps scoring for Preston North End. Yeah, you know, he I did score again. I don't think we're going to see him back, but uh, it's I, good for I doubt it also because he's – just because he's a little older, he's like 29 or 30. Yeah, he is. So, but I, I do think that, you know, he's a guy under the radar who – it's going to put in a solid, solid shift, do a job, and pretty reliable player. But, you know, the top-end well, potential they, talents yeah, probably not there. Yeah, whether they play for the men's national team, man, we want Americans to do well over there. You know, yeah, anytime sure. they do well, that impacts just how, you know, people around the world see Americans anyway. And so the right. more they can see them as being having value and scoring and 
that's good for all Americans and really opens up opportunities for others down the line. So I think that's a good thing. Oh, the so other I want to give him a shout out. The other Premier League, one other Premier League was the uh, Burnley Crystal Palace matchup. Richards, um, I don't know if he. I think he came in at the very end of the game because they were leading for like 10 minutes. Koyosho was actually like probably Burnley's most dangerous player. And then Burnley inexplicably needing a goal took out him and their other best attacker in the last like 15 minutes. I'm like, what are you doing? Burnley like, sucks. it's sad. Yeah, they, I thought they were going to be, I'm, I don't know. I don't know what the problem is. They, yeah, they, they, they're not very good. And, and you hate that for him. But if anyway, if they go down, he won't stay there. I mean, I guess that's one thing. Somebody will pick him up. Um, yeah, I would imagine. All right, where do you want to go from there? Uh, let's uh, go. Let's give our QPR minute of the day. Oh, yeah, the QPR um, minute of the day. <laughs> they tied. Reggie Cannon obviously played 90. Um, yeah. New coach, new coach. and I guess he got off to a good start, sort of. They didn't I mean, lose. I mean, sort of. Rod. Yeah, Rotherham's the other team in the bottom three. Um, okay. <laughs> so, um, but um, I will say for the past end of last season, the beginning of the season, pretty much under Gareth Ainsworth having no identity where it was like, I'm not even sure what we're doing. We have possession for like 28% of the game. It's like there seems to be no style of play. And so to have a coach come in and be there for three days and already see like knock the ball around a little, have a way higher level of percentage, like be a little bit progressive in our play and like this, just the ideas and kind of like a clear direction was very fun as a fan to watch. Cause it's been a while since we've had that from, from anyone. So it's, it's definitely encouraging signs. I mean, we it would have been it would have been nice to hold on to the win, but um, you know, probably fair fair draw. Uh, Reg Cannon still he's gonna play every he's gonna play every game ninety minutes. Our backup right back is is not good, and Reggie's been <laughs> one of the better players. He's been one of the better players since he since he joined. So, well, good for Reggie. Um, yeah. All right, how about let's go German? Let's go Bundesliga. You already nice. mentioned Kevin Parading started for Wolfsburg. Yeah, and a two-two draw, I think. Yeah, I don't remember the score. I'm just I, we don't care about those. They teams. Were, we just care about the players. Uh, you know, we want to wish yeah, them well. I know. Dortmund obliterated yeah, by uh, Bayern you talk, in a classic fashion. Earlier, the one thing we were talking on the phone, you said Geo didn't play. So, well, it was for the best. Yeah, I know. I mean, I'm not sure. There's a lot of like memes on Twitter and stuff of people like call Terzic a, a football terrorist. Like he just, that's <laughs> uh, uh, um, but I mean, I, it seemed like they should have brought on Geo and when they were down 2 0 going into that second half. I don't, I don't really know, especially he played really well midweek. So yeah. it's a bit bizarre to me. And especially when they were just getting absolutely trashed. I mean, the defense, some of the giveaways to give Bayern goals were so poor out of the back. It was, it was shocking. Like it just, well, you know, like simple, like 
they played well this season. And yeah, it's just like simple, like check back to the ball and defender makes kind of an errant pass to a guy in the middle, easily poked away, and Byron scores two passes later. I mean, Kane was pretty ruthless on the on the transition, but it was it was man, it was it was a really poor performance from them. And I don't know what Geo's just kind of in limbo. It's like he starts a game and then he won't come off the bench at all or get any minutes and. It just seems like there's hardly any rhyme or reason half the time. We play Newcastle tomorrow. Isn't that tomorrow? Which is like, yeah, pretty tough, pretty tough game. So, be interesting like, to see whether he gets in there, gets a chance to play in that. I I don't feel great about Dortmund's chances in getting a win, but no, I don't. Newcastle's in pretty good form. Newcastle's in pretty good form. So. They, and especially they're just like, like, you know, they're the Klopp style, old, old Klopp of like just heavy metal run at you, intense pressure for the whole game. Yep. Um, who else we got over there? Uh, the brothers played Anthony against Brooks each other. He, for Anthony about a Brooks combined 15 play. minutes. He didn't even play. Yeah, he didn't. I think he was, I think he was getting a rest. But yeah, um, they were. I think there were one was on for nine minutes and the other was on for seven. I think or something crazy. I saw I saw one of them sub on at like the eighty fourth, and then one of them subbed on like the eighty fifth or eighty sixth. And I was wondering, like, do you think the other coach was like, oh, they subbed in the brother. We'll sub in this <laughs> one, just kind of as like a token thing. I do wonder if that happened or if it was like they genuinely wanted to put him on. It's I'm really questioning it now. Ah. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's kind of crazy to think they would go that far to do that, but hey, who knows? I mean, it was the game was out of hand. It was like two or three zero at that point. So I don't know. It's just a thought I had. Yeah, the, the thing is, neither one were getting a lot of playing time. Now, I mean, it's more understandable for Paxton because he's new and. And to be honest, he's gotten as much or more time than Brendan. Yeah. Like, not really any less. Uh, well, Brendan got think, like a Champions League start, which what was. What do you think's going on with school, Brendan? But I mean, what is. I just feel problem? like he's plateaued. I just feel like he's plateaued. Like, I feel like he's like the same player that was at Salzburg. Like, but he was playing in a much lower league. So he had more like goals and assists. But I feel yeah. like I haven't seen the progression of like, he doesn't really get on the ball and like, He's not like Polisic, like he can't like skate by defenders no, or take do anything people on one v one, and he's not really like a Geo who's gonna like be a really elite chance creator just with the ball at his feet or passing, and so I'm not like, I'm not sure what he's great at. Like I feel like he's okay at like a bunch of stuff, and he's like good at pressing, and he's got energy, but I'm not sure like, that's a, yeah, that's not really enough to keep you. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not sure he's some of like the higher leagues. Yeah, he's not going to consistently change the game enough. Like, no, it's almost like where a, it's almost someone like in, you think in a basketball game that somebody he can't shoot, but he can guard real well. And, and yeah, that's what yeah, that's what he is. For. Yeah, but he's also a small fella, so like yeah. he's built like me. So he's like, <laughs> he's not like. Well, he's more of like a pesky defender. Like he's not like gonna body people off the ball. No, no he's so, an, yeah, he's a high energy guy, and you know, which is great in a pressing game. But you, he's just got to you got to have more from him if you're gonna play him regularly. Yeah, 
hate us and it and to play and I think he's probably most suited because of that pressing thing to play in a front three, but I'm not sure he like creates enough goals to play in a front three. Yeah. So, but I mean, the hope is that Paxton has a little bit more quality on the ball and creating chances and scoring goals. Um, and, uh, and I don't know, it's hard to know at this point in his career, like he's been great at the youth level in doing that, but you don't really know if, you, you never know if it's going to translate like that to this kind of level. But so yeah, I still think the jury's out on Paxton and, you know, hopefully Brendan does improve. He's still only like 23, but it does feel like he's plateaued a lot over the past year or two. And you wonder, would he, you know, to take almost, you hate to say a backward step, but to even drop Yeah, but down. I think he should go somewhere like that. He should go to like the Eredivisie or like the Portuguese league or that's probably true. Even like somewhere like that. I don't know. All right. Speaking of the Eredivisie, uh, PSV is rocking. Have they lost or dropped points? No, they have not lost. I don't think they've dropped points. They haven't lost. I don't think they've even dropped. I think they're like eight, nine and oh, something crazy. Uh, I was watching the highlights in Dutch, which was kind of challenging. But the team they played can must not have been good. No, they 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 just they looked bad even in the obliterated so them six zero. Um, yeah, it was bad. It was and, bad. But we had uh, Des played. Everyone scores. Yeah, we had two scores. Pepe, Pepe had an assist and a score. They did. So that was Both good. Pretty he late. The but, sixth I mean, goal. and uh, Tillman scored. Malik Tillman scored. Yeah. So that was good. Oh. That's both of them, and we both of them will be on the on the national team. And, and Tillman may be another guy that you see that can play on the wing. You mean all three of them? Play. Yeah, all three of them will be. Yeah, they're going to be called. Yeah, up, so no doubt about oh, it. Oh, definitely. I Tillman think... is somebody who has played on the wing in his career. So whether they would put him, yeah, there, that'll be interesting to see. Or, or they may, if they put Geo different. out there, then you could put him. You could play him in that midfield three. You don't. I don't know what I would rather. He's yeah, very I, different. I, like he's like him and Geo. They do have a lot of similarities. Tillman's just like he looks so languid, yeah. like when he <laughs> plays, and it's part of it is like awesome because he's like so calm on the ball he's, and like he's so very smooth. Smooth. But if you want to like press a team that's not as good as you, really hard. Like if we just want to go out and press the crap out of Trinidad and Tobago. I don't like. I would think playing more of a true winger might be better, but yeah, I, agree. I don't know. He's got qual, but it, but also putting him on and Geo both on the field at the same time could be pretty fun because they both create chances like well, I was crazy. Say, if you put Geo out there at the wing, yeah, and put him, as I mean, one of the eights. It'll also um just want to um give some respect and put some respect on the name of uh, Julian Green. Having a having a comeback season this year for uh need a Bundesliga too. Groider Firth. Yeah. But he's he's scoring a lot. He's he's creating a lot of goals. I don't know. Yeah, I mean he's never gonna probably play now? for us again. I know. He's, he's like thirty. He's 30? like thirty. Yeah, hard to believe. Which he is amazing. In, what, it feels two thousand fourteen. Yeah. yeah. He was a young he was a young fella. Wow. But uh just wanted to uh Always give him a shout. Call you know? his name. Yeah, I agree. He's sort of like the the Dwayne Holmes he, thing. 
uh, as a to still be doing it. Grains of blaster in the past, so yeah, that's true. Um, uh, that's that's mainly all the importance from Eredivisie. Uh, Taylor Booth played like sixty minutes yeah, in a that. in a game. Um, so, no one else played too many meaningful minutes. Um, all right, let's go Syria. We already said Pulisic did not play. Um, and he did not. Strangely, you know, Milan lost 1-0 to one of the worst teams in Serie A, but Musa did play pretty much the whole game. I mean, we're not having a problem with them getting minutes. I'll say no. that. No, he is. He's it. He's still, you know, he's he's all over the place, and he's high energy. And yeah. He gives you everything. He's still, he's not scoring. He's not giving anything there. Uh, his He's not a goal scorer, not at this point in his career. At this point, he's not much of a creator in that he, he just doesn't have that final pass yet. No. So, no. He's like, he's like Darlington Nagby vibes. Got mm. a player. Maybe not. He's got Nagby more of a, a defensive passer, work rate. Though. Yeah, and I'd say Nagby was more of a polished passer. Yeah, but he's and maybe not quite. Nagby maybe didn't have the defensive engine that Eunice has, but no, he Darlington go, he was a little quite crisper. Box as much as Eunice does, but they, but they give me the same vibe, like on the ball and the way they keep the ball at their feet and kind of yeah, play box to box really and really smooth. But yeah. Um, yeah, and you're He's right. Still, you know that Nagby did. He uh, occasionally give you a goal, but not as much as you would think he. He could was not. Have. Nagby was never a goal scorer. Really. Even when he played in Atlanta with that team, that I mean, we had so much talent. Yep. But he just kind of like he just kind of was a connector. Everything, yeah, yeah. So it'll be. I mean, I'm not worried. I like. I like. Eunice is getting a ton of time. He's developing pretty well. I think still it, a huge high ceiling. It, as far as I they, know. They, Polisic's going to play tomorrow against PSV. He is. Okay. He is. Well, that's what I, I saw. Yeah. Uh, uh, the, the seat is getting hot on Pioli. At least the fans are hot. Yeah. So it's, it's been, it's, what, uh, four games in Serie A since they've had a win? I think they also just, like, already were questioning him going into the season, a lot of fans. Like, he really saved himself with that Champions League run. And yeah, but I wonder I think what that, that might mean for Pulisic because it's Pioli who really wanted him there. Yeah, well, I mean, it's hard to deny he's been maybe their best attacker. So I, agree, I mean, but it just and they look if somebody comes in with a different system, which you just never know who what somebody's yeah. going to come in with. That's true. I mean, I I don't actually think Milan's about to make a change. The fans just not. are really upset. Yeah, I would hope they would. The fans are just really upset. And maybe was telling that they didn't win without Pulisic in there, but then you can't say they'd won the previous several weeks with Pulisic in no, there. No, but so. but then all, but he got subbed out in that game, in the Napoli game, and they were up. Yeah, that's when they 2-0. lost the guy. So oh, and yeah. he was up 2-0. Oh, you're right, because he did have the injury. I was thinking about the other game against Juventus. Yeah, yeah. Um. All right. What about McKinney? Way is still hurt, and yeah. so he's going to be out. He will not be playing in the Nations League. Uh, but Weston just keeps on going. It doesn't matter where you put him. Oh, he's been great. He has been – he is a jack of all trades, pretty much. He I might really be, think you could he put might be him my... anywhere, and he would, he would give you yeah. something. 
I think he's my performer of the year club wise for the U S so far. Um, he just like Pulisic's been really Pulisic. good and is up there. Pulisic, I think is up there too. Those would be the two, but Weston just like plug him into any position. He, he has been great pretty much all season. He like so versatile and Juve's having a really good season. So they're up towards the top of the table, which I think a lot of people question if they would be because they didn't really yeah, they're, they're invest much in the squad. There. So I just I think he's just had and I think just expectation wise, what I necessarily like a lot of people are like, he's not even gonna be like in the game day squad in the summer. There were rumors he needed to go, like they were trying yeah. to offload yeah, him. They were trying to. And for expect for expectations to then come out and just be an every game starter and them have a great season and him be so good so far. Well, I mean, think he's about been, if they he's been had, awesome. Think about if they had traded him or loaned him somewhere. Oh man! And then you have Pogba that goes out because of the substance thing. They'd be and then in the trouble. Other guy goes out because of gambling. And way yeah. is out injured. Yeah, they'd, they'd be in trouble. They would. He would have been. He ought to be the man of the year for them so far. Yeah, he's been. He's been awesome. And so, um, yeah, obviously, he's going to be big. Uh, you go to Serie B, uh, Gianluca Busio scored for Venezia. They're, they're just been – they've fantastic been fantastic this year. 90 minutes. So, yeah. So, those guys are doing they, good. And there's a good chance that they're going to get – hopefully, by any, they get promoted. promoted. So, they'll be there. So, we'll have yeah. – wow, we'll have six, six Americans. Six Americans in uh, Serie some, next year, maybe. Yeah, something. Something like that. Yeah, I think six. A uh, few other mentions. Balogun. Uh, he played. Yeah, he hadn't been great. Yeah, he played again. He did score. They called it back because of offsides. Uh, but at least he did get back in there and play. And the, the game before, he, they pulled uh, yeah. him after the first half. Yeah. So I mean, he's like, he's too talented of a player. Like, he's just like, there are certain players I'm like, do they are they cut out for it? Do they like have it at this level? Balogun's not a player that I'm like. Will he cut be cut out for that? Like he is talented. He is really good, and so I'm not really worried about that. Just want him to find some rhythm because he needs to find a little bit of rhythm. But not worried about him long term really at all. Nope. Anybody else you want to mention? Um. Uh, we can talk maybe a couple of the Belgium players. Uh. Gaga's still, I think, playing pretty well. We mentioned him earlier. I think he probably should be on the the roster based off where things are at. <laughs> um, we don't have any other keepers playing. I'd like to see him. I'd like to see him at least. Yeah. Um, rather than you know maybe a, I'd like to see him more than bringing like Sean Johnson, who like that's fine. Like I trust if you put him in goal, he'd be fine. But. I know what I've got from Sean Johnson. So give me someone like Gaga who is more of the future. Um, so I'd like to I'd like to see Gaga. I think that um uh Brian Reynolds having a pretty good year at Westerlo. Um he's been every game starter. Yeah, been, I saw that. At least rating wise, been performing really well. Griffin Yao, who's uh he's a younger guy. He was played on Probably a youth World Cup team, but definitely in that circle. I think he was a DC United homegrown or at least academy kid. Yeah, and he's there, and he he scored, and uh, he, I think he's come back from injury and he started playing pretty regularly now. He's still pretty young, like probably like early twenties. 
maybe 20. Um, so that's another, another name to keep on the radar. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think that's, that's all I had for that. Oh, disappointment though, man, I'm still disappointed. Jordy Mihailovic just really never, he's never gotten anything going. Hasn't really yeah. done anything with Azad. And I thought maybe he would. It feel like if he can't break in there, I don't know, man. Yeah, and there was somebody else sort of along that same line that I was just thinking of, but that actually is sort of playing. Oh, I know. I'm, I'll go with our old George Bellow. Yeah, he's, he's kind of broken through in the starting lineup. Yeah, he really has, and he's getting consistent minutes yeah. and playing. It's a good shout. So he's still so young. I mean, yeah, that you no, know, I'm, he's. Hopefully, it took him a couple of years and get a move up. Yeah, probably a bad. And time he went probably to moved. a probably shouldn't have moved. He went to a league probably too good for him at that time. He went yeah. to straight the Bundesliga, and they got they were already a prime relegation contender and got relegated. So it was just a bad situation, and he wasn't ready for that level. But you know he's playing in Austria and um, in Europa League, playing regularly, and yep. they're in Liverpool's group actually. Oh, um, Lask isn't it Lask? Oh yeah, that yeah, it is, it is. So maybe yeah, we we'll get to see him in a couple so, of weeks. I, he didn't play. I think he might have had a knock. He didn't play in the first game we played him. But um I don't think yeah, he, so he, he really um, wasn't starting much to begin with. Now not not like the first months, but the past couple weeks he's been yeah, he's he been has. playing a lot. So that's that's been honestly cool. And then just as Atlanta fans to see him kind of have a bit of a rebound career wise, especially for someone really young. So if he got a call up, I wouldn't be upset either. I think that wouldn't be uh no, I, agree. I wouldn't be too upset. I agree. But I agree. Uh anybody else? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so. All right. Um are we doing trivia tonight? Yes. I got a Oh, you got one. Somewhere. I was hoping you didn't have one because I figured my brain wasn't gonna work real well. I bet Dante Polara. Aberdeen. Aberdeen, very good. I was going to see. I was going to throw a name out there and see if you knew it. He's actually been playing a he's, lot and played well for them, so yeah. Yeah, he's on our weekly update. So we said no, he's on there. He uh, was the men's college soccer player of the year like two years ago in college. So, yeah. So, yeah, different um, route. You right. don't find many that go through college like now, that anymore. Yeah. So. Pretty cool. But to be, and he's like played, in, he's like scored twice in the Europa League. Yeah. So pretty awesome. Um, but anyway, um, all right. I will, I'm going to name a few leagues. Name and, a few leagues. Or, yeah, I'm going to name a few leagues and I want you to tell me what club has been gone the longest without being relegated oh, from any division. Okay. Um, first one I'll ask is what team has gone the longest all of Europe without being relegated? They have never been relegated. Ooh. 133 years. Holy cow. Yeah. Europe never been relegated. I don't have a clue. Give me. It'll make sense. No, you gotta. You, it'll make sense. Uh, 
Bayern. I can't imagine they no. ever get regulated. <laughs> the Bundesliga. Uh, okay, I'll give you. They're, they're in the it, UK. It's got to be. Uh, okay, let's say. How about Arsenal? Um, no. Okay. They are in the UK though. Arsenal is in the UK. I don't know. It's not Arsenal that. I know. Two- it's Celtic. Ah, okay, that doesn't make sense. Because there 133 are, years. There are no other teams. In the 127 game, seasons Rangers. in total. Gosh. 127 seasons yeah, almost, in total. I, I Rangers. Had to be in the UK. Just we get Rangers. So they Rangers was to, had the same streak 122 years, but 2012 they were relegated. They went insolvent. Basically, they went bankrupt. Yeah. So if they had not had that happen, they would have the same amount wow. of seasons. Yeah, but I um, thought of that. I thought you were going to give me the league yeah. and then. If you give me the league, I would have guessed Celtic. Okay. Well, now I'm going to. That was oh, just who was the you. oldest in all of Europe. Thank you. All right. In um in the Netherlands, what club has been relegated? So some of these have never been relegated. Some are they went the longest period without being relegated. So like this team has been relegated before, but they went 109 years without being relegated. Ajax obviously first comes to mind. It's not Ajax. Uh, how about Feyenoord? I'll give you. Hold on. I'll give you a clue. Okay. They this club was relegated in two thousand two. That's a clue. Yeah, like you probably could guess. Ajax hasn't been relegated in the past thirty years. Uh, okay. I, I don't. I don't really know. I'm not going to know. Sparta, Rotterdam, Sparta, Rotterdam. Okay. They went 109. They went 109 years without being relegated. All right. Uh, Germany. And don't guess Bayern. Who went to Hoffenheim? No. Uh, Leverkusen. American. One. There's an American who plays for one of these for this team. It's not Leverkusen. I know. Gosh. Who's the team? Because I mean, it was several. It was just several years ago they got relegated, wasn't it? So you're talking. So that was Hamburg. Hamburg, and they they had never been relegated from the Bundesliga, but they are not the club that's because some of them. It's like uh, some clubs were in, were created later. Gotcha. So that, like okay. they might not have been a club yet. Uh, so this is just really longest. Eintracht Frankfurt, ninety seven seasons. Wow, that's strong. They were. They were relegated in 1996. They went from 1899 to 1996. Gosh. That's crazy All right. to think about. Italy. This club has been 106 seasons. They were relegated. They. I'll tell you, the streak was from 1900 to 2006. Is it going to be one of the main teams you think of when you think of it? Yeah, it's, it, it is. It is. Lazio. And Juventus. Oh, what? Juventus was. Yeah, they went from 1900 to 2006. Was that probably AC did they Milan. Do point shaving or something then? Then got, you know, deducted I don't know. points. They've had a history AC of Milan points was deducted. 
AC Milan was second in Italy. They'd gone, they went 1900 to 1980, so 80 years. All right. The last one I'll ask um, is, uh, I had to find him, um, is England. What team has gone the longest? I'll tell you, it's 104 years. They have never been relegated. Everton. Nope. Arsenal. It's Arsenal. Yeah. I knew it was Arsenal. 104 years. Arsenal and Everton are one and two as far as the longest. Yeah, Everton. Everton is second. They just yeah. haven't been around as long. Yeah. Um. So. But I they, knew they were. were let me see when Everton. There, there's still rumors that if they get points deduction. Yeah. We'll see. I still think they'll. I think they'll still. They could possibly even still stay up. I think they're better than the bottom like four teams by a good margin. Yeah, but they're talking about what a twelve point reduction is. One I heard. That would be pretty hefty. That would be yeah, pretty that bad. Would be. So, that seems that seems a bit extreme. Well, it just you know, I'm sorry to let anybody get a to punish anybody for financial fair play when Man City just other teams. Yeah, I mean everyone like they have Chelsea, lawyers, United, like yeah. It's that's ridiculous. Well, United though they have all the income otherwise, so. Even though no, but still, I mean, Barcelona, for Barcelona, like pulls levers every week. Now, and... Barcelona's <laughs> ridiculous. We that's a that's a totally different story. The most I mean, financially mismanaged club in the world. Yeah, they and still yeah, like buy a still, lot of players, yeah, and they still do. I know, and nobody knows how. Although they still it have seems... problems, they can't register them or something. So anyway, you don't. Know, what happens in Spain? I don't understand what. I don't understand it at all how they're financially being run. But anyway, that uh, was trivia. Have, um, you failed epically. I did. Uh, I, I just want to say, is, how many did you know before you looked them up? Only one I would have known was the um, England one. And I, you know, if I thought fair, about the England it, if you one, named it league by league, I would have guessed Celtic. To be fair, the um, England one. There are six clubs you haven't been. Relegated since the Premier League started. Yeah, well, the obviously Premier League is pretty. I, yeah, it's only like thirty something years old. So, yeah. um, and then I I would not have gotten the the Netherlands one. That one I would no, not have Rotterdam, gotten Sparta Rotterdam. No. I would have probably de- I would have definitely I think I knew Celtic was the longest running club in Europe. They're like one of the oldest clubs in the world. Um, they might be the oldest. I think so. Just for that alone. No, nah, I don't think they're them and are Rangers. They? They're they they're up there is two like the two of the oldest. The world, then you're creating controversy. You're saying that so it started in Ireland. Please. This is where you're saying soccer started. No. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying, like traditional clubs. Oh, I understand. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right. Let's. Um, we're looking real quick what the oldest clubs are in the okay. world. If someone will give me a definitive answer. Uh, some of these, they're like, this is the oldest club, but half of these aren't currently clubs. So. This is the useless article. It was absolutely useless. Yeah, I'm looking. I can't find one that helps either. 
is very descriptive. Like Sheffield FC. What is that? Oh, they're com- currently competing in the Northern Premier League Division One. Okay, if you are in that division, you don't count. Yeah, there's like I was listening up the other day. There's I think. Are there ten? You count. You just don't count. You just don't count for my list. In English soccer. Um, yeah. you do count. You just don't count for the purposes of my list. No, it of doesn't. yeah, I agree. Okay, I'll give. All right, this one, the one, the first one that you're going to think of is like, actually, well, 1861 Crystal Palace. Wow. So, to be fair. Oh, never mind. Dissolved in 1876. Not identical Not with the Christmas Crystal Palace. Palace. Found in 1905. All right. The only one I can find that's like is Stoke City was 1863. Knotts County was 1862. Wrexham, 1864. Yeah, Wrexham's old. The race course is one of uh, the oldest international yeah. stadiums. Sheffield Wednesday is really old. Sheffield Wednesday is really old. Okay, I was really wrong about Celtic. They're not even in the top. No, they're not. I don't know where they are. Yeah, I got Sheffield. I guess FC. they're famous for. The I guess they're famous they're for the never get, surviving independently. Who? Sheffield, as you mentioned. Interesting. Yeah. So all the other ones have either folded or become a different team or. Something along those lines. Anyway. I think in Forest, well, they're old. They're playing back when Robin Hood was uh <laughs> running around. Yeah, he was the first keeper. Um All right. hey, what should people be watching? We know we got um Champions yes. League and Europa League this week. Tomorrow I, uh I have Lana the list PSV. The games tomorrow are Dortmund Newcastle at twelve forty-five, Atletico Madrid Celtic at three, Milan PSG at three. All those are on Paramount. Um, all Champions League, uh, and then obviously Atlanta United Columbus. I think it's at seven. Uh, <laughs> Maybe you can look for us on TV. Yeah. Um, Wednesday you got PSV three p.m. Union Berlin Napoli at twelve forty-five. Uh, got a bunch of Europa League Thursday and Friday. Um, so there's some good games. Not not Friday. Sorry, Friday you got some league games. Yeah, you got Friday, a couple night. Bundesliga, and but Thursday you got Europa League. Got a couple guys. So um, you can find our list on our Twitter at Americans Abroad Pod. So if you want to see how to follow along. On that, uh, we will say goodbye and see you later. Uh, Find some good soccer to watch this week and go USA. See ya.